All right, welcome everyone. New episode of uh, Army and Time podcast, and here today we have Jason. I know you heard me mention him a bunch of times because I mention him all the time, but today he's in the podcast. So Jason from Watch Rolling, um, welcome, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, hello for sure, everyone. Man. I know that when we were uh, outside the when we weren't recording, I was telling you, you know, I was a little, I was a little intimidated, so I didn't have you until I learned how to do the podcast correctly. <laughs> Oh man, so, I'm st- I don't know if I'm still doing mine correctly or not. I'm fumbling my way through it. I tell you, every time I see one of the things that impressed me is uh, your content because your your reels, your pictures. Every time I look at it, it's like, man, this is like a Hollywood production. This dude oh. needs to stop being wor- working whatever he's working. Just gonna- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I wish I could make some money off the right side of my brain, but it's never really panned out. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, the, the real thing is fun for me. It, it was kind of interesting. I, I think like when I decided to stop making this a hobby and actually try to do something with it, right? Yeah. I was like, well, you know, there's a, a bunch of people are like posting reviews of watches on Instagram. A bunch of people are, you know, and then you have, you know, like the, the watches, Warriors of Whiskey post, yeah. the watches of espionage post, the, yeah. the deep sea post. Yeah. There's so many good posts where they put out tons of really good movement of action. Mm-hmm. They put out such good information. It's like, you know what, at a certain point, but you can only, Hey, you can only have like what 50 favorites yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, well that, that area is kind of wiped out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then it's like, well, you know, just standard like watch reviews. I mean, everyone's kind of doing that. Usually I don't think you go to Instagram for watch reviews, maybe like a, a brief introduction to go like to someone's YouTube channel or yeah. page. So I've been kind of like, you know what, man? Um, shout out to my boy Semperfy EDC Vince. I don't know if you follow him, but Vince got a good page. Yeah. I and do. I made the first what I called sleep reel, the first like classical music, yeah, low light, new loom, because who doesn't love loom? Um, and he hit me up and was like, bro, that was really like legitimately helped me get to sleep. And nice. I was like, oh man, you know, because you know, a lot of us we you know, the stuff we have and it's hard to get to sleep and, you know, it's just hard to get to sleep sometimes. Right. So everybody, I I read and that helps me get to sleep. Right. The worst part is I read like stuff that probably doesn't help the average person sleep. Like (laughs) I'm reading like stories about like real life stuff about like Vietnam and, you know, like world war two naval battles. Like, (laughs) you know, that stuff's like reassuring and calming to me. You know what I mean? And uh, my wife doesn't understand it, but he hit me up. So I was like, you know what? I could do this every Friday. You know what I mean? And if that, you know, it definitely was a learning curve. Um, I've taken yeah. the last couple of weeks off cause it's been a lot of, been a weird start to 2023 and the end of 22, but yeah. Um, I, I pumped those out once a week and, and that kind of just drove everything else for me as far as Instagram goes. It's like, you know what? I hear people too about the, you know, Instagram should be for pictures, vice mm-hmm. reels. Yeah. So I thought to myself, well, if I'm going to do a reel now, I, I throw out a dumb wrist roll every once in a while. You know, <laughs> freaking watches like what else am i gonna like if i don't do wrist rolls what am i even doing what am yeah. i doing you know what i mean that's yeah. like par- that's like parallel parking you know? yeah learn how to drive a car yeah. so throw out some wrist rolls once in a while but you know save up like a nice little production and uh, try to sync the, the the music to the hands movement you know yeah and um and, and for me it's all also been a growing part to where when i finally transition my podcast to video and i start doing video content and i actually find some real video editing software I'd like yeah. to do some longer form videos like that on YouTube. Got it. Dedicated, you know, like, like the fireplace one. Yeah. Yeah. See all the time. Yeah. 
I want a fireplace video of a, of a watch just spinning around for like that. Yeah. Someone's like, please stop. I think everyone has the 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 fireplace video on their TV. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, everyone does. So one night you just put it in, drink some wine, and feel sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas classic, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a Christmas classic. Yeah. It's the same thing as uh I don't know how well how this is gonna derail real quick, but I don't know how up you are on the, the Christmas music, but like every year we listen to this uh the Vince Guaraldi trio, the the Snoopy Peanuts Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's times like in July where it's hot as hell outside and I'm like, man, I just sweating all day. I take a shower and the air conditioner's on. And me and my wife, we just throw on the Vince Guaraldi trio, listen to Snoopy Peanuts, <laughs> put on the fireplace and have a glass of wine and then everything's all right for four hours. Everything is, man. I'm yeah. the same way. Like I'm a big uh, wine drinker. So oh yeah, a lot of times after work, just relax put yeah. the now we have a an electric uh fireplace when we were in alaska we got one and uh <laughs> over there for whatever reason they don't have fireplaces so uh we uh we had an electric one and then we just we used to put just the the not even the heat just, yeah <laughs> just the just fake the fire come up, yeah. <laughs> and then uh drink some wine and be be, be good to go oh man uh, those things are cool i've always wanted to check one out they're cool you know like uh i I would love to have a real one but alaska didn't have (laughs) i'll tell you what like there's a fireplace in my house and uh there's two things i don't understand in this part of the country i live in a fireplaces it never gets cold (laughs) enough and b and b sprinklers it rains like we're we're like seattle what east it it doesn't make any sense it's always humid like the ground (laughs) if it rains for four minutes there's like standing water everywhere like why like you don't need yeah. Grounds all clay. What are you doing? You know? anyway, yeah, I digress. Uh, that's crazy. It's, uh, I, I was in Georgia for a little bit, and it was the same thing. Like I barely used the sprinklers because it used to rain so much. Uh, we were so craziest close to, drivers to Florida. Ever. Yeah. I was like craziest what, what, drivers what ever. <laughs> I drove outside of Atlanta one time, and I was like, "What is, what is going on here? <laughs> There's four lanes, and I think all of them are the same lane. I yeah, know, I don't understand. <laughs> this is insane." Yeah, the, yeah, Georgia, Georgia's Atlanta is, is rough, man. It's like oh, driving man. around there is, is, is rough. Bro, I thought I knew how to drive because I'm from Southern California. I was like, yeah, this is easy. I get to Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, I had no idea. This is a totally different sport. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Like, to I do. was playing pool and these guys are playing snooker. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. nuts. But yeah, I mean, just to go back to your point uh, for the for the, in, in the Instagram and the content. So that's just what I want to do. I wanted to have fun with that stuff, but yeah. also provide some value. Um, I always try to keep my fellow vets or those that are in active duty in mind. And, uh, you know, and and I think I think it's kind of a funny thing that we don't talk about a lot as veterans or active duty is we're a lot more creative than people realize. Yeah, um, I think that we suppress a lot of that creativity because you just don't have time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I can draw and I can paint, but when you spend a large portion of your career on board ships, like what are you going to do? Bust out an easel? Someone's yeah. going to punch you in the face. Yeah, for real. Like. <laughs> I'm going to bust out an easel and, you know, paint a masterpiece. No. So the closest we could get where we do like funny caricature cartoons of people. Right. Yeah. yeah and even then yeah. that's kind of touchy. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like, uh, like people act like they like the caricature person at Disney world, but you know, if that person's a little too on, yeah, like they, they nail a little too much. <laughs> like I got a huge head, bro. Like I wear like a seven and five eighths ball cap. Right. Yeah. And there's one thing that's consistent with every caricature that's ever been drawn to me. 
I have a huge head. A huge head. <laughs> yeah. Not, but I've come to accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a small guy. It's not like I'm 5'8 with this gigantic head. I'm like 6'2, yeah. 260 with this giant head. You know, but, but still, you know, the first thing I noticed, I'm like, oh, this character artist is on top of it. You know what I mean? So, so you know, it, it's a lot of suppressed like creativity and stuff. But once I, once I found a little outlet, I felt like Instagram is fine for that. And it helps. I think it helps highlight those some of the timepieces, like the, the beauty, especially of some of our quote unquote tool timepieces that we as military people or veterans are interested in. Yeah. You know, it's easy just to be like, oh, it's a tool. Yeah. You're like looking at this thing. You're like, no, man. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Dial's nice. Yeah. Good contrast. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's nice to highlight that. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, so before we get into watches, what are you wearing today? Oh, glad you asked. I'm showing gypsy. you Sangin Gypsy. The Sangin Kinetic Gypsy, yeah. warm and fuzzy. <laughs> and, you know, and on on the decon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rubber yeah. strap, the OG one. Yeah, yeah. Which shout out anti watch watch club. Uh, yeah. This is the. So this is gonna sound really funny, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust me. It'll make sense when I get done. <laughs> As a firefighter in the Navy, you wear a lot of rubber or neoprene type stuff on your face yeah a lot yeah you get, <laughs> you get you get used to this like sensation on your face so yeah. once it's on your face i think you could pretty much wear it anywhere yeah right? not for sure <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean yeah. yeah it's not something you do in your free time but if you had to do it you know <laughs> it, it wouldn't bother you too much so the funny part is is that i normally don't mm. like rubber straps too much mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean um now I have a couple of good ones. This one is super comfortable. It's thin. It's easy to fold. Yeah. Uh, from the day I got it, 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 it fits right. Um, I have a seven and a half inch wrist, so it's kind of it. My wrist is is always janky with straps. It's never really the strap. I, yeah. I think that they put the holes at like solid inch increments and not half inch increments. Yeah. So that's more that's more of a my problem than that's a that's an MP, not a YP. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, Super comfortable, works really well. It it holds the timepiece down because this gypsy's not small. Now it's no. not heavy. It's mm -hmm. balanced. It's really balanced, bro. Yeah. And you know, the lug to lug and the diameter, it sits, it sits fine on my wrist. But that strap does a really good job holding it in place. And I've exercised with this thing on. Yeah. And uh, but it's just a really well-designed strap. So shout out to those guys, Cody and everybody. Um, yeah. great stuff. But I'm gonna talk about this Sangin crystal real quick. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay. You have the same. You have the same timepiece. I do. I have it. Tell, and you're the one that me. got me into it. Oh <laughs> man, I just try to. Yeah. I just try to do the Lord's work, my friend. That's what I do. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. you never want to be the senior guy with the secret. So yeah. when I was like, "Oh, Mike's got one." Yeah, yeah. I was I like, know. "Alex, Mike's got." One. <laughs> That's how I got it. <laughs> That's how I got it. You know what I mean? I got it. Yeah. The only thing that was missing was you guys doing a hand to hand in the freaking parking lot. And getting yeah. Out, but other than that, you know, and I was so yeah. happy for you when you got it, bro. Man, I like when you got it, legit. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this poor guy's up in Alaska getting yeah. attacked by bears and stuff. I was like, he needs this timepiece. But yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> the crystal on this, I love the whole watch. The finishing yeah. on the case is great. It's balanced. Yeah. Um, I love a quartz movement. Anyone that yeah. poo poos a quartz movement, just I don't know. Go take a go take a swim. Yeah. It's, they're literally the most accurate watches in the history of the freaking planet. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it was a scientific, you know, I guess some guy stumbled into it, but I think like, yeah. you know, uh, never verified statistics, like 33.3% of all scientific discoveries are an accident. I mean, an don't accident. quote me on that, but you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? But I guarantee like, it's probably higher. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but the the contrast of the dials great, the indices are applied. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like super contrast. The color match date wheel, mm-hmm. the bezel action's great, the bezel's solid, but that crystal, man, that crystal, dude. I don't know what yeah. it is. Like when when you have your mood lighting set for pictures, yeah. It's the it's a flecto machine. Yeah. But in the in the very best it's the best yeah. of all yeah, my man. and i have some nice timepieces the best crystal of all of them and i know it's a weird compliment but yeah. for the singing guys they'll take job. it <laughs> good job <laughs> yeah yeah dude i'm telling you like um I, I was i tell everyone that listens you know like um i'm on the same boat like you know i get it you know a lot of us get into watches mechanical all that stuff but chords to me it's like it's a different version of art, you know, when it comes yeah. to mechanical watches is art. Yeah, sure. But then quartz is a different version of it, you know, it, it, and really, if you're into watches, you're pre in reality, you you learn to appreciate all of it because yeah. what they can do, like you said, with accuracy can't be achieved with mechanical, you know? No. So at, at the end of the day, um, I think that, you know, quartz has a big place, especially for us and in, in, in the type of jobs that, that we had yeah. in, in our life. Because a lot of times, you know, back in the day, especially when they didn't have synthetic oils, you know, you you, you probably in a, in a scenario where, you know, that, that, that mechanical watch probably couldn't withstand the punishment that was taken. So, yeah. Well, I always talk about that. Like, you know, it, it, for, no, for no one... For anyone that's never lived on board a ship for an extended yeah. period of time, right? So my first ship was a carrier. Uh, every ship I was on after that was a destroyer. So a little small, you know, we call them yeah. tin cans, tin can sailors, small boys. Yeah. Um, bro, there's a reason why people buy G-Shocks. Yeah. Quartz watches. Yeah. Right. You set that thing one time. And every it. morning when you wake up, every, every night when you get woken up at, I don't know, freaking 0115, because you got to yeah. go on watch from two to seven. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is set your freaking watch. Now, if you've been wearing it every day, obviously you don't, but you never know, right? Yeah, you never know. It's just you strap it on, put mm-hmm. it on, and it's unless something catastrophically goes wrong with the watch, it's going to work, right? And mm. you know, because you're already having to put on your your uniform, you're having to get up, you got to go turn over the watch, yep. you know. And then you're, you know, I. I, I I know what fire watches are and stuff in the Marines and the army and stuff, but like, you know, in the Navy, a lot of our watches are roving. Um, and you know, it's the last thing you got to think about. And if yeah. you did have to time something, I mean, you got a little digital timer. On it. I mean, yeah. It's a, or if you had a quartz watch like this, I mean, you could, you yeah. could set the bezel and stuff like that. I just think it's the ability to fire and forget with these things with a quartz yeah. watch cannot be understated. Yeah. And, and uh, if, yeah. On top of that is like, uh, you know, like you were saying, like it's a very well-made piece. It's not like this is this is some yeah, some man. cheap quartz watch that you bought at Walmart. You know, it's a very, um, very well-made piece that, at the end of the day, everything else clicks. Also, yeah. so yeah. you know, you can't disparage it just because it's a, it's a quartz woman. It's a really nice watch, and I, I I mentioned this before. Is one of the watches that I, I wear lately the most. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, and like no, you and say, I, I, there's a couple of watch nice guys pieces. I work with. Yeah, that that brought that up. You know, what I mean, I, there's a yeah. gentleman at work. Um, his first name, well, I'll just call him Jay. Yeah, 
and uh he has a gen one christopher ward nice um aquatane nice. right and he's had it for a long time and so him and i just by chance started talking about stuff he's like oh yeah he's an older gen a little bit older than me and you know he's like yeah i got into like fashion and looking nice for work and stuff like that and uh he's a retired naval officer yeah. and so it's funny because he noticed the Sangenam. He's like, man, you've been wearing that a lot. I'm like, bro, this thing's freaking sweet. And so I showed him let it hand. He's like, man, it is really nice. And 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 this is a guy who has a Christopher Ward, has another Christopher Ward. Yeah. And then of and this was after. So he noticed my Zodiac and was asking yeah. me. So, you know, shout out Mike Pearson over at Zodiac. He's a, he's a good oh, yeah. Um, Mike's a great dude, man. Like one of the I'm gonna say it right now, he's a freaking legend. But anyways, <laughs> so so Jay at work had noticed I was wearing my, my, my singing a lot, but he had also noticed the Zodiacs before. So I was telling him about it. And because I, you know, I know that I know what's going on in the Zodiac now to an extent, I've done some reviews on some of the stuff that I own. Yeah. And I kind of know the way the company's going and you can kind of tell, well, yeah. I let him have documentation, but he showed his wife, you know, the, the dark blue ceramic yeah. bezel, the one they released at Warner and Wild last year. Yeah. Yep, so yep. I saw it got the vanilla strap it's sweet man it smells like smells like dessert yeah and <laughs> looks like a snack but you know what i mean yeah he, he mentioned it to his wife right so he comes back from christmas he's like dude my wife look what my wife got me for christmas nice she bought him this ceramic one Oof. and and as a christmas present and so he was like yeah i love it blah blah blah, blah. you know going on about it and um mm -hmm. i was just like man but that's when he noticed the singing and, and he, and he asked about singing. I was like, Oh, you know, I told the story, you know, they were formed by some Marine Corps Raiders, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And uh, he's like, man, there's so many watch brands. I said, bro, there's so many. I said, but I told him, I said, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Sangin's just new Christopher Ward. Yeah. If, if you want to be honest about it. Right. Yeah. 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 Christopher Ward, knowing who they were <laughs> at one point. Right. And yeah. I'll tell you, shout out Christopher Ward. They seem like great guys, but I'll tell you what Sangin got right. That Christopher Ward did initially. Yeah, the logo on the dial. Yeah, Sangin's font, Chef's Kiss, baby. Yeah, shout out to the guys at Sangin. Your font on your dial, the size, the font type, perfect. Doesn't detract. It's subtle, but it's it's the kind of font where you could eventually make like if they ever made a dress, let's just say you made it. Yeah, like Marine Corps Raiders made a dress piece. Yeah, that Sangin font would look just at home, just as home, on a dress watch dial as it does on the stuff that we got. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, uh, it, and it's funny that you brought Zodiac because you brought Zodiac up because that's one of the <laughs> things that I wanted to talk about because, you oh, know, yeah. it, it, I uh, I started following Zodiac, but with all the stuff that you've been putting out about Zodiac and stuff with Mike Pearson and stuff, and I started following even more. And honestly, man, I, I think that Zodiac is hitting some some marks that a lot of other companies are not you know i think that Marpe mike pearson does a good job of of listening to what everyone is talking about and then yeah. going back and they release watches pretty quickly with the stuff that he hears about and they, they he's been doing a great job and i think that you know it's, it's yeah, a they, company that i think that a lot of people probably you know, it overlooks just based yeah. on the fact that they're probably, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know because their pieces are, are punching way above their weight. Oh yeah. It, 
and here's the thing, like, um, how can I explain it? So, you know, um, for people that aren't familiar, you know, Zodiac came out in the 50s about the same time Rolex did. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> sorry. And then, so long story short, they had some really cruddy uh, ownership, like in the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah. And they were kind of mismanaged, et cetera, et cetera. And so they were trying to get back. So, they, you know, Fossil owns it. They're owned by yeah. Fossil Group. Yeah. And as of the moment, they're the only mechanical watch brand that Fossil owns. Yeah. And so, you know, that I think spells a lot about, you know, the, the backing they have. Yeah. But I think it's like in any business, you got to prove, you know, you got to prove or shut up, right? Mm-hmm. So they bring in Mike, Mike's background. He was at Braemont for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you've seen enough of Mike that the guy literally loves the watch enthusiast community. Yeah. And he loves watch enthusiasts. And I think those are two separate things when you listen to Mike talk. There's a community and then there's the individual watch enthusiasts within the community. Yeah. Mike can see the forest through the trees. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of his greatest strengths. And there's an interesting, um, he had a post today, just so you know, if we're talking about Sodia for everyone to look at, on the Beyond the Dial website. Uh, it's a watch blog and there's Alan Farmello. He just did a great write up on the 42 millimeter GMT left hand drive they just released recently through Huckberry. Nice. And it's LHD, you know, super, it's black, orange, and white, super high contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to bury the lead by talking about his write-up, but it's on there. Um, I can forward you the link when we get done here and you can put it in your show notes if you want to look at it. Yeah. But it's just a, it's a, it's, it shows you where Zodiac's going. And, and this isn't sponsored by Zodiac. I'm not sponsored by Zodiac. Yeah. You know, every Zodiac I have, I've purchased on my, yeah. with my own money. Um, but I think like, you know, you hear a lot of people be like, oh, well, the quality, but it's like, dude, that's, that's yes, that could be in the past. Yeah. But like, I think we forget, like we just compared Sangin initially to Christopher Ward earlier. Yeah. I think it's easy for people to forget that you have to start from somewhere. 100%. Right? You have to start from somewhere. You know what I mean? And you have to have time to take the feedback back from, you know, whoever's purchasing your stuff or whoever's going mm-hmm. out and doing stuff and then build on that. You know what I mean? And I think that they're, uh, they're just, I mean, bro, I got two. I have the 9209, which is the one I wrote about on a blog mm-hmm. to watch. Um, that was the military edition. Now, that one we stumbled upon by luck, me and my buddy. Yeah. That was one that's a faithful recreation to the skin diver from the 50s that used to get sold in the PX. Mm-hmm. Yes, these ones were in San Diego. They didn't sell them. They moved them over to where we live and we were able to get them. Beautiful, man. I'm just telling you, beautiful timepiece skin diver case. It's, I think it's like 11 and a half millimeters thick. If I remember yeah. correctly, but this beautiful silver sunburst dial. The indices are great, great crown action. Um, it's just really, really well made. Strap monster, you name it. And yeah. um, and then my nine two seven one, which is the gold and silver two tone. Yeah, and that's the compression case. So it's a little bit bigger, a, a little bit thicker, but just really well made timepieces. And I'm actually working on an article about what this two tone has taught me about Zodiac's core range nice because this isn't i've heard a lot of people talk about like limited editions too many mm-hmm. but i'm here to tell you um if you're trying to build something from the ground back up i think you need to put a lot of as many splashes out there as you can mm-hmm. to get attention then eventually you know start releasing your core stuff because i think you know you're i mean think about it man like if, if we started a watch brand now yeah we're swimming against the current man yeah literally the waves and waves of marketing, right? Like, 
the mar- the companies that are there's watch brands that are more marketing machines than they are watch companies. Yep. Yep. Right. And then there's ones that have a fine balance, but they're really good at marketing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's the the flavor of the month that's getting pumped out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because it's funny because you'll <laughs> if you watch any if you watch any of the media, what do you notice? Oh man, there's a bunch of people talking about Cartier this month. Yep. Yeah. Remember like six months ago? Mm-hmm. I thought Cartier was going to buy Madison Square Garden, man. <laughs> so much. And it's like, and, and, and I think for us as military people, right? I think for us as military people, what a lot of people don't get is that most of us are contrarian by nature. Yeah. The true 100%. leaders, yep. the true leaders, when everyone's walking towards a direction, are kind of like, whoa, why is everybody going that way? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if there's 100 people running, that's different. Running in one direction. <laughs> Then maybe we're gonna run and figure out what's going on as we're running. Like, hey, yeah. But when everyone's telling you something's great, when you sh- listen, when you show up to dinner and there's steak and potatoes and lobster, you're not thinking about dinner. You're like, what's happening tomorrow morning? Yeah. Yeah. Why are we why are we getting fed this? You know, and you watch everyone's like, oh man, steak's so yummy. And you're like, nah, man. <laughs> something's something's going down tomorrow morning that they're not telling us. Cause this is too nice. Yeah. I mean, everything's too good. Yeah. And I, and I, and I don't think Zodiac falls in that time frame I, or that time, that kind of box. I think that, I think that fossil knew what they were getting in Mike. They knew they were getting the real deal, a genuine guy who's going to learn about the brand. Who's going to sell the best parts and the merits of the brand and do it because he understands the watch enthusiast community because Mike is a watch. enthusiast. Yeah. You know I mean, and I think you see that in some other companies too. I, I, there's some companies, um, like, like I went to wind up my first wind up last year and, um, you know, I got to meet the guys from notice. I got to meet William Wood watches in person. These are all people I've had interactions with online. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to meet the Abbott and watch company people. I mean, you name it, just tons of people. And I could tell who were genuine watch enthusiasts who weren't. or they were yeah. enthused about their brand, which happened to be watches or what their watch brand could do for the community. Um, you know, what I mean, I, I got that feeling. And then I went to some brands where it was like, I think the person at the booth was hired for that day, you know, yeah. and didn't, and didn't, and didn't know what the heck was going on. I, I, my, my buddy T came with me and he, he's been a contributing wired on the website as well. Mm-hmm. He's active duty Navy. And, um, he went, there was a brand he was really interested in. I'm not going to name any names. Yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. He went there and he's like, I don't want to buy any other watches. Wow. And this guy has this guy has only quote unquote been into watches <laughs> at that point for like four or five months. Oh wow. But he's like, he's like, I don't want to buy any of their stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when you go to William Wood watches and Johnny Garrett's there and his wife, yeah. and you talk to them and you hear about, you know, it, it's more than to say that they're selling firefighter watches is to shortchange them. Yeah. It's more than that. Um and, and like to go to to notice and you know they're like oh well they're just selling you know, i've never heard anybody say anything bad about them but um you know etc cetera, etc cetera. i just think that when you go there and you get to talk to people you kind of find out okay yeah these people are watching these and they're not and i think that that's what you know i don't know for sure but i think that's what fossil probably noticed in mike and when they mm-hmm. hired him you know what i mean and um and he's just a dude you want to have a drink beer you want to have a beer with you know? yeah i watch us so, yeah but i don't want to make this a zodiac show so, oh no, you're good, man. We can make congratulations on your free on your free advertising, Mike. But we're gonna change something. <laughs> yeah, 
you, you can we can make it a whatever show, man. It don't matter. Yeah. No, I, I I'm a, a very, I'm a big enthusiast of that brand, man. I think they I think they've been doing a lot of good stuff. I think they don't get enough credit, and so on and so on. And I, and I think Mike is a big part of that. So I, I think I it's like anything else, bro. You gotta you gotta handle you gotta handle a couple of pieces. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And just handle them and experience them, and then um, and then go from there. Because like I never even had a two tone. I've yeah. never been a big gold jewelry guy because I have a naturally mm-hmm. stunning, stunning tan. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I save hours and thousands of hours of my life by not having the suntan. Um, <laughs> so I always didn't like the way gold really looked on my skin tone, I guess. Yeah. But then that kind of changed it because it was, it wasn't a little dainty timepiece, nothing wrong. I just, that's not my style. You know, I, you yeah. know, I'm not trying to work. Like I have a Bell and Ross BR0192 that I'm trying to sell because the thing's just too freaking big. for me. It's too yeah. big for me. You know what I mean? And I have a seven and a half interest. I'm like, this thing, yeah. it's cool. It's really mm-hmm. freaking cool. But like, they could target me from space with this thing. <laughs> take me out if someone, you know what I mean? Like, I'm probably giving off a heat signature down on yeah. Earth. You know I mean? like, this yeah. Is the Great Wall of China and Jason's watch. But <laughs> um, that was, it's just the right size. The, 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 the compressor case is just the right size. The bracelet's really well made. Um, it's just, it's just super classy, but not over the top, I would say. Yeah. 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 And you know, what's another thing that's crazy about, about Zodiac. They sell Zodiac on Aphis. So. That's where we found the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> one of the craziest thing is that, you know, I, uh, when I first saw it pop up in there, I was like, damn, like, they back on AFIs and stuff, and and yeah. and I started yelling it to everyone like, "Hey, man, you know, like, hey, no taxes, man, no taxes, bro." It's <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like sometimes, um, sometimes you know, we'll we'll take lunch and go over to you guys call it the PX, PX, yeah. We call it the exchange, the exchange, yeah. It's a difference between Walmart and Target. Like yeah, you go to Target. Yeah, the Navy goes to Target. Right, so let's get it straight. But uh, yeah. but so we go there and. They have like a clearance section, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm not going to say where it, they might have a clearance section, <laughs> but you go, you go to the clearance section and there's crazy stuff in there, bro. There was, mm-hmm. there's a, I think there's still a Longines perpetual moon phase or something like that. Like yeah. I didn't look at the reference number and it's like two grand, but it's like, I, um, I, I did a picture search or something like that. And I think it sells for like 3,500 Yes, and it's like two grand and there's no tax. Yes. It's yes. insane, dude. And if like yes. you're super in the long jeans, like, I mean, go hook it up. But you know, any, I don't know how it is in the army. I don't know how it is in the PX. But I'll tell you, the Navy Exchange, like, there's there's the usual suspects, right? Like, if you want a Seiko, go get a Seiko. Yeah. yeah what I'll warn you is, I went and met the Seiko rep there one day by chance. I knew more about his watches than he did. Yeah. I was like, bro, you should just hire hire me <laughs> and salary and I'll work. But anyways, if you're listening, Seiko, uh, I'm tall. <laughs> I don't care. So hire me. But uh, um. But, you know, Seiko, Citizen, uh, mm-hmm. there's there's surprisingly a lot of Belova. Yes, a, a lot. lot of Belova. A, a lot, lot of Belova. Um, there's Belova, Tag. Yep. Now, there used to be Tag, but I think they, I don't know, the Navy stopped selling Tag. So there's like residual Tag left over. Yep. But uh, you can get those there. And then there's like uh, Bertucci, which a lot of people don't know about, which is actually pretty legit. Yeah. Bertucci's a little, if you like a field watch. Um, yep. There's a metric butt ton of G-Shocks. Yeah, there's so many G-Shocks in there that if a meteor ever hit that building, I think it would bounce off. Um, it's insane. Yeah. 
like it's I got insane. my wife a I got my wife a Jelly G Shock for stocking stuffer. Yeah, and I was like, it was the only time I ever went to buy a watch, and I was not worried that it wasn't going to be there. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's gonna there's going to be something there for me to get. But yeah. uh, but but then like there'll, there'll be some long jeans. I've seen some Rado Captain Cooks there in the, in the clearance. Yep. yep. Um, and then they got like you know Nixon and. Yeah, Nixon and stuff like that. Yeah. Let's talk about this though. Let me ask you a question. I know this yeah. is your podcast, but let me ask you. A question. Oh, you're good. Have you ever met someone at the watch stand? Is that what it's called? The watch. The stand? yeah, the, the the watch area. Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, stand. Watch I don't know. Area. I don't even know what's called. Designated <laughs> the designated watch area. Yeah. And they're interested in something that you know is trash, but you don't know how to tell them. Yeah. Without, like, you don't want them to waste their money. Yeah, but then, so I just don't say anything because I feel like <laughs> if I said something that'd be more of my problem than their problem. Yeah, like if they're happy getting, you know, what I, mean? <clears throat> I just want to make sure I'm not the only one that this happened to. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like you go in there, <clears throat> and first of all, you get to spend a lot of time with them looking around because there's never an employee that in in the watch stand <laughs> right away. <laughs> so they're looking at the watch. And then you're like, man, I want to tell them to get this one, not that one. But yeah. then, you you know, it feels like you're going to tell them and then they're going to be like, well, you know, now that you told me not to get it, I'm going to get it even more. Yeah. So. yeah. It's like a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like when you, it's like, I, I don't know how it's in the army, but when you're in the Navy and like you pull in the port, they give you a port brief yeah. and they're like, these are the off limits areas. And you can yeah. watch all the E4 and below, like <laughs> go there where we're going. <laughs> you're like, and you're just like, no, man, don't yeah. do it. That's exactly how it is, man. We used to yeah. have we used to have in Fort Bragg. They have this whole boulevard. They're like every single thing in there is is, is every single bar in there is is of air of limits. And that's where they all at the whole boulevard. <laughs> and that's all that's where they all at. That's they're buying they cars. At. They're buying yeah. cars, getting mortgages. Yeah, oh, everything. Get married twice in a weekend. Oh, it's it's insane, man. It's insane. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I'm glad yeah, those no, days are over, man. It, to 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 your question is is definitely has happened, and I think that it it actually happened not too long ago. I was just going to look because every now and then yeah. I just stop by and look. And this guy was looking at I don't even know what it was, man. I don't I don't even know. And I was like, man, you know, like it, the price of the watch was the same of a, of different watch that he could get, and it'd be a lot yeah. better. Yeah, and you want to be like, bro, you could get this thing, yeah, automatic Seiko. It's like a Toyota Camry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, really. <laughs> You know, I always tell everyone, like, I'm like, what do you want? They're like, uh, I'm like, okay, do you want a Ferrari? Do you want a Camry? Or do you want a Yugo? Yeah. And they'll be like, well, I guess a Camry. I'm like, do you want a Camry with a really nice paint job? Like <laughs> your cousin, your cousin works in an automotive detailing place. And yeah. You can get the hookup with like four coats of clear. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's what I want. I'm like, get a Seiko. Yeah. Get a, get a yeah. Prospect. Yeah. It's, it's a workhorse movement. It, it's, it's going to be built well enough. Um, it might misfire, like it's not hitting all the, yeah, no. the, the markers. So yeah. what? Because like it's gonna like yeah. Yeah. or three ninety five with no tax. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. But sometimes I'm like twitching on the way out because I wanted to tell the person so bad. Like when I'm walking out to my car, I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like I feel like I let down my fellow man. <laughs> crazy man. It's crazy man. I I don't get it. But you know, like when I was in Alaska, Alaska during the they had the typical. You know, Alaska, the base that I was in is an Air Force base. So they had... Uh, I bet it was really nice. It was really nice. <laughs> Just real but quick they, note, the Air Force is the only place I've ever been where we went to buy food that was individually priced. 
at the at their galley, <laughs> and they told us they had ran out of food. They, they didn't have what? enough food, and I was what? like, "Yeah, but you got individually priced food." <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, it says four ninety five for a chicken sandwich. So yeah. that means you should have like chicken sandwiches on stock. Yeah. So like we don't have enough food to feed you guys. It was like 12 <laughs> of us. So then we went to Cinnabon uh, at Fort Dix. The night before we left to Iraq, we're at Cinnabon. That's my last meal before I go to a foreign country where I could get my face blown off. Cinnabon. <laughs> at Fort Dix. Crazy, like the ground, man. the groundhogs were looking at me like, bro. <laughs> Fort Dix, man, good old Fort Dix. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's um, it, over there they had um, during Christmas they used to bring the big guns. They used to bring Omegas. They used to bring really? long jeans. They used to bring like the perpetual ones that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, they used to bring a lot of good stuff. And uh, online, you can even find, you know, used Rolexes for the people that want yeah. to buy. You've been dropping Rolexes. that nugget for a while though. Yeah, I was like the. If you guys want something that, you know, unfortunately it's not going to be, you can probably get a better deal from, from, you know, Beal, but, uh, yeah. but at the yeah, end see, of the day, I, I'm going kind of back and forth by that. Cause I've, I've lined some stuff up to take pictures to sell. Yeah. And, uh, cause you know, I've been saving up. So like, I really wanted, I thought I really wanted a Pelagos LHD for a while, but when I looked at the math, I'm like, dude, if I, if I just keep saving from that point and sell some other stuff, I'm halfway to an explorer seat. Yeah. Which is what I really want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just want, I'd like to get down to a five piece collection, five or six pieces. Yeah. Have something that I really, really know. I, I, I've held one. I love it. Um, they're just really kick ass watches. Yeah. And, the Explorer 2 is my, is my favorite Rolex. Yeah. Yeah. It's favorite. It's, it's, it's what I call my, I have a grail tier grail system. Yeah, that I've talked about on my podcast. Yeah, and it's, it's based off dollar amounts because, you know, there's one thing I love doing is lying to myself and telling myself that I could have a grill from zero to five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's how you. That's how. That's how you win wars one little one little nugget at a time. And uh, but my my tier like super tier grail, you know that's that's like my one next to my one. You know, that's my attainable yeah. one, which is which is the Rolex Explorer two. It's a white dial one. Yeah. My grail grail would be, which I've never seen in person, so it could change if I saw it, but yeah. that Vacheron Constantine Overseas Everest, dual time. Yeah. That thing's freaking insane. insane looking. <laughs> but I've never seen one in person because you yeah. have to climb a giant mountain to get it. So Yeah, no, I'm just... With my legs, that ain't going to happen, so... <laughs> you can climb a mountain, go out there and do it, get yourself a watch. Yeah. No, I mean, it's... it's I'm, you know, with... um it's crazy because with, with Rolex, I'm on the same boat. That's my favorite Rolex. And everyone that I typically talk talk, talk to um, that likes Rolex likes the sub. And to me, I, I never see the the huge appeal. It's a, it's a good looking watch, but I never see the huge appeal. I see the huge appeal with the Explorer 2, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I think it is with the sub submariner, man, right? And, and I'm going to say something right now. Like, I know people that have served on submarines. Yeah, and I've been told that if I ever say submariner in regards to what they actually do, yeah, they will torpedo my house, which I don't know how they would do that because I live on land. But either way, <laughs> not taking any chance. Um, so sub submariner. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I, I think with the submariner, it's copied so much that when people get interested in watches, they want the real deal. Yeah. Right. 
it, yeah. it's kind of like no, I agree. it's like it's like cars right you see it all the time with cars right like yeah. every camry start looking like mercedes yep you know but even though now the new camrys i think are kind of like a unique body style they're real low yeah. and, you yeah. know angular and stuff but or maybe they're copying corvette or something i don't know anyways but i think that's what it is for the submariner and and i yeah. think that's what i dig about the explorer too is that i don't know man it's such a I think you know because looking at the I, I, looking at the specs, it just looks slightly smaller, and that yeah. to me, to me that little bit of difference in the steel bezel, mm-hmm. like I could I could live out my James Bond fantasies by blowing up a bridge at nine in the morning and then <laughs> going to dance in the tango with my wife at eight o'clock p.m. with that watch. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great it's a great watch, man. I, I, yeah. That's Honestly, I think like. I think that's the 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 hidden the hidden uh treasure of, of not hidden really because a lot of people like it but I think that uh doesn't get enough credit when yeah. it comes to yeah, I was Even talking to JC I was I was, I was yeah. talking to JC I was like I think I think uh if I, in my mind when I when I talk about looking at James Bond wearing a Rolex I think that's the one that he should, he should wear an Explorer yeah <laughs> yeah. It's 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 beautiful, man. Yeah, and it, but it's 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 super. I don't want to say it's simple, like yeah, because obviously technically it's not. But yeah, yeah, but I know what you're saying. Design is just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's timeless. Pretty much one of those things that don't that don't don't have to change too much. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think you you're right. I think that you know people. Because I was talking to someone about this. I, it, there's so many watches that look like this up. You know, sometimes you like the watch, but you're like, I'm like, I don't really want to get it because it looks too close. Yeah. You know, and I think that probably a lot of people, like you said, it's like, well, might as well just get the original. Yeah. And that's where. And I think for a lot of us that are really into into timepieces and horology and all that stuff, like, we're more nuanced than people think, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you're in the military, you really are, right? Because like, yeah. I mean, look, there there are the people that go buy Toyota. Or Dodge Chargers at seventy eight percent interest. Uh, <laughs> and those, are those of us that don't. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, or maybe like you know we're twisting our mustache and we're getting the Hellcat. You know, <laughs> it's it's little stuff like that. So I think it's just kind of it falls in those lines. You know? Yeah, it depends on which. But I think the deeper you get into it, you just you're like you know everyone's got one of those. Yeah, you know, because it's cool when you get around each other to be like, oh man, you got the white dollar score too. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so let me ask you, man. Out of out of um, all the watches that you have, if you had to choose one to go back to to a, to you know boat life in the navy, what do you think it would be your your go to watch? That's a good question. <laughs> on the ship, yeah, on the ship, I would. I would have to say my marathon TSR. Yeah. But, but look, man, if if we're on the first of all, I so I don't know how many people have ever been on a ship before, but like so like say destroyers, right? The newer destroyers. Yeah. Harley Bird class. Bro, they're they're tight. tight. It's it's you know, for anyone that's never been on a ship, you're living in a metal box. I've done mm. this a million times, right? So back in the day when I first came in, you know, some of the different destroyers, uh the destroyer class that was around before then. They were built on a different platform. So there was a lot more room to walk around. 
my carrier, man, like I was never bumping into anything. But once I got on destroyers, I'm 6'2", like 245, 255 when I'm in. I'm just running into crap all the time. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff is stored on bulkheads. You know, you, you got, you know, stuff, you know, it's like a car. When you modernize a car, like look at a car engine. Mm. Uh, look at, look at, look at, look at the engine area, whatever you want to call it, on a 66 Chevelle Vice on a 2023, whatever. There's so many wires and stuff in there, bro. It's like it, you can't even get your hands in there. So like, you know, every time I'm walking around on the ship, I'm like 12 pounds of sausage in a crayon wrapper, right? Like I'm just running into <laughs> stuff all the time. Um, and I feel like the, the marathon, A, it's mil spec. Yeah. So let's, let's just cut to the chase, right? Like you can say military inspired or you can say military specifications. Now we could yeah. go into the whole story about lowest bidder wins yeah. contracts, and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, the, 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 if you've ever held a marathon, any kind, these things are built. The TSAR, the GSAR, yeah. um, if you're, if you, if you are have a nine and a half inch wrist and you like the JSAR, the jumbo SAR. Um, <laughs> I feel like a, that watch would handle the beating of me walking into stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Sapphire shattered, then the Sapphire shatters and we're going to need it. Um, yeah. And if we were ever boarded by an enemy ship, which I would state for the record would never happen. I could back beat someone's face in. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, but, I mean, um, you think, know, one of the, one of the things that, uh, that, I think uh, you mentioned on on your last episode, you were talking about field watches never did anything for you. I'm the same way, man. Field watches never did anything for me. And I think that, you know, I don't don't understand why the specifications for for the so-called ground forces watches, you know, never change because it, yeah. They don't even look like they they're watches that can take a beating, no. you know, and, and, um, and it is it, the same thing that you were talking about, you know, you, you're constantly getting your hands in and out of areas full of gear that is constantly going to take a beating. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Bro, I'll tell you what, man, when I, when I went to Iraq, I, I went to combat lifesaver school, right? Yeah. So I was, when I worked at the firefighting school, I was an EMT for the three years I was up there. They, they always take volunteers to be an EMT because it's a high-risk training course. And you got to yeah. have EMTs. So it just made sense to me when I was going to Iraq. I was like, look, man, like some crap pops off. I need to be able to take care of myself. Like I, yeah. that's the thing. Like, like you're not given you're not given IVs as an EMT. Yeah. <laughs> as a combat lifesaver, you're given IVs. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I, I, I'd like to give myself an IV if something really bad happened, right? You know? yeah. So so, you know, they gave us all that stuff, like the Molly gear and all this stuff. So we're playing soldier yeah. for, you know, we're Fort Dix. And uh, yeah. so they gave us the camelback thing, yeah, which I've always thought are a hor- horrendous idea for all kinds <laughs> of sanitary reasons. Yeah. Like if they, they have are. to teach you how to be sanitary in boot camp, you probably shouldn't be giving people camelbacks because the majority yeah. of people do not have to save sanitary. Anyways, yeah. we, we go through that combat lifesaver course. My camelback is destroyed. They made us wear them. <laughs> At the end of it, totally useless. Yeah. Totally, it got destroyed. So now I'm going to Iraq without a portable water <laughs> facility and portable hydration facility. And I, and I thought about it. I was like, man, like, like the stuff they're giving us. And this is New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey. This isn't Iraq. This yeah. is New Jersey. And uh, not saying anything bad about New Jersey. I know you can hold your own. You know, <laughs> New Jersey. Don't at me, New Jersey. I love you guys. <laughs> Driving the turnpike is one of the highlights of my life. Um, <laughs> garden state i love you but it, it totally jacked up my camelback and i remember thinking to myself yeah. like you know 
not to mention a uh, quick sidebar and uh, to all my friends at work, I know you love the word sidebar, but um, like when they gave me my IBA, my, you know, my body armor, they, the guy's like, Oh, you wear a large. I'm like, no, bro. No. He's like, no, you're going to lose weight. I'm like, I'm not gonna lose that much weight. Yeah. And then on my first patrol with some, the, the Vic leader is a corporal, a Marine Corps corporal. Me four. Yeah. Chief, he's busting my chops. He's like, I don't know if that groin protector is really protecting your <laughs> groin there, chief. I'm like, I know, man. I know. I told the guy in 46, he wouldn't give me a new one. <laughs> he's like, it's like, you know, like they shoot. I'm like, I know, man. I know. Yeah. I'm standing behind them. I'm trying to protect my groin, bro. But yeah. And, and I feel the same way. Like you look at a lot of the field watches, like you said, and, and, because that's how it is in the ship. Like, you know, we, I, yeah. I've heard people joke about water resistance, right? Yeah. And all this stuff. But when you're on board a ship, especially if you're an engineer like I was, now look, all my friends are listening. I, I know I was a damage controlman. I was a firefighter. So I'm not like a machinist mate or an engineer. Yeah. I'm like real like wrench turning, operating yeah. the propulsion stuff. But those people are around hydraulic oil, lube oil. They're around steam on some ships. They're around... um you know, potable water, firefighting water, salt water, mm -hmm. like everything is wet. Everything is humid. Everything is condensation. There's yeah. oils. They're always dirty. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why they were, you know, for the most part, they were G-shocks because, you know, if, yeah. if their watch got jacked up, they can wash it off some water. It's good to go. Um, you know, and then like the people that work on the outside of the ship, like the bosun mates, the people that ride, you know, the small rib boats and stuff like that. Salt water is, I mean, dude, like we paint our ships all the time. And when yeah. we don't, it makes the news. Yeah. Because salt water is killing your ship. Yeah. You know, it's like putting your ship in salt water is akin to taking your sheep and putting it in a bathtub with four wolves. <laughs> like that. I love it's that. totally detrimental. Yeah. But you don't have a choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, the field watches and stuff, I look at them and I can see why people that actually do that work cho choose other stuff other than field watch. And I think yeah. there's some nostalgia and sentiment for the field watch, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it is the watch that won the war and all this other stuff. But I think in the practical application of what we got going on today, you know, yeah, it's obvious that people are picking other stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, different, different times, different, um, you know, combat environments and stuff like that. Um, and and I always say, you know, it, it, even when, like, even what for people like me, you know, once you start getting higher higher in rank, and you just uh, office nerd, and you just wear <laughs> desk divers, um, but even then, you know, like a lot of times, the look of of a field watch versus the look of a of a of a diver, you know, it's a diver looks like. If if something hit shit hit the fan, you know it can take it. You know, so I, so. we used to joke about that all the time. Like, um, like if a roving watch is wearing a turtleneck, they're not yeah. standing watch. <laughs> you ain't standing watch. You ain't going up and down eight deck ladders. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, if I wore a turtleneck when I was standing that watch when I was in E two, I would have died. <laughs> it would have found me at the bottom of the ladder just from heat stroke. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you you ain't you ain't, and that's and I always felt that way about people that had what I perceived to be fancy watches on. Yeah, like you're not you're not really doing that. Watch would be destroyed. Yeah, you know, and like and it's true because like it is literally a metal box with metal stuff protruding everywhere, everywhere yeah. out of it. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like, uh, like getting in, in military vehicles, getting in, in everything is like, is the bare minimum padding the bare minimum it's all metal oh my god <laughs> i joked about that i wrote that i think in uh i wrote that in my review about the helm about how we are just used to being uncomfortable yeah you yeah. know what i mean we get really used to being uncomfortable very and used to. when i retired i decided i didn't want to be uncomfortable yeah yeah so no, i done. you know what i'm saying yeah no i agree you know it's crazy because i, I um i tried it you know, I, um, one of the things, uh, one of the watches I had early on, it was an, an, an Oris, um, pro pilot. And it, to me, it, you know, it, if I was going to try it and Oris being a company that makes really good, uh, bracelets and watches and stuff, I wanted to try something that was going to be a little bit on the better side. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it, man. And it's not because the watch was, was bad. It's just it's got the, it's got the big onion crown, right? The big this one this one was the the bigger crown yeah yeah bigger crown. i think it's a great looking watch but the yeah. first thing i see every time i see it is i'm gonna rip that crown off yeah <laughs> that's the first thing i i think of and it yeah. sucks because it's like yeah. you know like i'm gonna hit something because i hit stuff now anyways yeah. all the time yeah i know what you mean and it yeah, sucks because sometimes you talk yourself out of stuff that could be a really cool experience because you just yeah your contextual knowledge is like oh man yeah and I ended up, I ended up selling that watch, and I was like, you know, this is my my learning moment that I knew better. <laughs> you know, it's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. It is what it is. Now I use, I just use my, I have a PRX, and that's my dress watch. It's my dress watch, bro. That PRX thing's cool. I put yeah. one on. Um, I have an integrated watch that I really would like to get, but I'm not yeah. going to talk about it because then like, we can talk about it another episode down the road. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, at first I wasn't all into integrated watches, bracelet watches. Um, I was, I was skeptical and then I put it on, I ended up liking it and it was very, very good price. So I ended up, I think there's room in everyone's collection for one. I I think it's just, it's, it's, it's just the right harken to like some kind of funky seventies, early eighties cocaine aesthetic. And yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I want to wear like really thin linen shirt and a a leather belt and yeah shoes with no socks and possibly yeah. drive a boat too fast in the boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's um ended up being a watch that I just that's the one I use for dress watch as a dress watch. I've seen them. I saw I saw one at, at the exchange actually, and I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. You know. Yeah. 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 So one of the things, man, that I am since you know i started listening to your podcast since the beginning and one of the things that i admire about it and one of the things that i think is unique um you talked about you know how there is a lot of con- watch content out there right now but the one thing that i find very unique about your podcast is the fact that you orient your podcast to always have advice for veterans and i think that you know when i was talking to awwc you know um and, you know, Cody was telling me, like, it's it's insane the fact that, or Anthony was telling me that, you know, it's, it's insane when you look at, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are not really, they say they're looking uh, behind, uh, you know, after veterans and stuff like that, but they're not really. And one of the things that I that I admire about your podcast is you always put a lot of information out, man, that, it, it, you know, it's, you do the work, even though you've been retired for a while, you do the work to stay up in this in this type of information, like, all the stuff that's really what was really happening was the best way to do it. And 
whether it's good or yeah. not. And 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 you put that information out. And I think that, and I think that's very unique. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and that was the thing from the get go, right? It's like. <laughs> Sorry, edit that cough out. Um, <laughs> I'm still healing up from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. But uh, I wanted to, I can be honest about a couple of things, right? So, like, you know, there's so many podcasts and all this stuff out there. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's obvious I have no problem running my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that so ever since I retired, you know, I take that back. Even when I was in, I always wanted to make sure, like, especially when I got in a position of authority where I could be in charge, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think you asked anyone that's ever worked for me. I, I was a hard ass, but in my line of work, you got to be. Yeah. Um, our goal is to not have fires, but I've always understood that people have personal and professional goals. I've mm-hmm. always understood that um, you know, the whole Maslow's hierarchy and these things are real thing, right? Mm-hmm. I can't work you to death if I'm not taking care of you on the other end of the queue. Yeah. And um, I understand, and I've always understood that one day this is all going to stop for us. Yeah. For all of us. And it could be a daunting thing. And yep. there's almost just like the watch media, there's a million places to go and there's almost too much stuff. Yeah. Right. So I knew that whatever I wanted to do, I wanted to be able to help. Cause I've always tried to help like, you know, coworkers or fellow veterans. I just meet, you know, if I know about a resource, I'll tell them like, Hey man, you, can about this. you know, maybe you can look at this or whatever. And so yeah. I knew if I did a podcast, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to have something to help veterans because I really am a newer watch enthusiast. I've only been at this since like 2018 in the grand scheme of things. That's, I would say 2019 when I was taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, So I was like, all right, if I have a podcast, I want to have some veteran stuff in there. And I was like, you know what? I'll just talk about a veteran's resource over time. Yeah. I'll talk, I'll give my, I'll give my opinion on some random watch crap in the beginning. Um, Why? Because when you listen to a podcast, how many times do you, listen, I know this, we haven't discussed this, but I will nail it. I will hit the nail on the head right now. You started a podcast because there's been 4.5 billion times where someone says something on a podcast and you're like, that's absolute peep. And yeah. you're like, blah, blah, blah. I want to tell my opinion. And then you're just telling yeah. yourself in the car and people are looking at you like crazy at the stoplight, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that was part of it. Like, I want to have my two cents on stuff. And, you know, that's been morphing the, the watch part. Yeah. Because now I'm like, you know what? If I read an article, I'd like to give my opinion on the article, right? Not necessarily demonstrative, mm-hmm. just my take on it. Yeah. Um, I listened to an interesting episode of a blog to watch that I'm going to do a, a, not a rebuttal, but just like my thoughts on the thing, because they talked on a good topic, you know, but anyways, yeah. and then I was like, you know, I want to have a veterans resource because there's literally a billion of them. Yeah. But then I focus a lot on what the VA does and I'm not endorsed by the VA or anything. I think the VA gets a bad rap, Yeah. but here's what I was always taught as a junior sailor. If there's a resource available and you don't use it, they will take it away. Yeah. So I'm going to curse the one time on this podcast. It's easy to talk shit about the VA. It's easy. Yeah. But talk crap about it when they take it away. Exactly. The only way it's going to get better is if you use it. The mm-hmm. only way it's going to get better is if you provide the feedback. And it may not happen as quickly as you like mm-hmm. because it's a giant entity. You're yeah. in the freaking army, man. The army's yeah. humongous, yeah. right? And, you know, one thing I'll give the army credit. Uh, I saw when I was in Iraq, I had soldiers working for me. Army Knowledge Online, home run. Navy Knowledge Online, yeah. uh, I'm not endorsed by the Navy, but I will tell you when I used it, it sucked. That's why it's not around anymore. Yeah. Army Knowledge Online, it worked the first time. It was great. I was actually jealous of a, I was jealous of a specialist. I'm like, man, specialist. Army <laughs> that whole thing works. Our crap doesn't work at all. Anyways, if you don't use what's provided to you, it will get taken away. Yeah. So yep. use it. Use it. And and lastly, because you've earned like that, if 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 
uh, there, I did a, I did an episode on uh, pause the pause act, which they were talking about puppies for veterans that have PTSD and stuff. Yeah. There's people where those dogs make a real freaking difference. Mm -hmm. I have a dog that's not even trained. Mm -hmm. My wife got the dog because she knew the dog was would help me, and yep. our dog has helped me. Yep. Our dog is, you know, like if if you know, I'm sure you know how it is. Like sometimes you're sitting there, like, man, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And the dog rolls up and puts his paw on you, nudges you with his nose. It's like, hey, man, get out of it. You know what I mean? And yep. you're like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've I've discussed, you know, job hiring acts or, or, mm -hmm. or conferences, right? Because I want everyone to be employed if they want to be employed, right? Because I know. You know, I'm I'm gonna give a person I'm gonna give a fellow veteran 50% of the benefit of the doubt yeah. that you at least know how to show up. You know mm -hmm. how to show up somewhat prepared. Mm -hmm. You will probably complain the whole time you're doing your work. <laughs> but then, you know, we'll we'll be further along than we were before. And if you did, if you did any time honor, any time honor, yeah, that I can count on you somewhat. To, to accomplish some kind of mission and accomplish some kind of goal. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pump those job things out. I'm going to tell you when there's a hiring scare. I'm going to, because I'm a guy who retired, got injured before I got retired and the job I had lined up, I lost. And I was paying everything out of my savings for six months. And that six Oof. months was brutal, brutal. When I tell you brutal, I mean brutal. Yeah. And then I ran into a buddy of mine um, who I've been stationed with once who told me, Hey, he saw me when I was going to college when I was getting my undergrad. And he mentioned to me, Hey, my wife's looking for someone that does your job, et cetera, et cetera. Can you provide some writing samples? And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm writing papers. So I submitted it. And I went from making $12 an hour to not making $12 an hour because of the kindness of a fellow veteran who took two seconds yeah. because we were stationed together once. And my, my professional career has been an upward trajectory since then. So yeah. I have an obligation an obligation to my fellow veterans to yeah. do the same thing. Um, it, it's always felt that way naturally to me, but I'm going to, if I'm going to get up here and run my mouth, part of that running the mouth is going to be helping someone make their life better. Hopefully. You yeah. know I mean, because, because too many of us don't realize too many of us veterans don't realize just how much we're capable of doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you know how it is, right? Right. Um, I don't want to ramble on, but I'll put it to you this way. I know plenty of great wrench turners who think they're only wrench turners mm -hmm. because they don't stop and take account of everything else they did. They yeah. don't take account of the, the, the material procurement they've done. They don't take yeah. uh, account of the administrative documentation they've done for that wrench turn. You know, they're, they're more than capable of doing more. And when it comes to finding a job, it's simply being able to articulate that on a piece of paper and get yeah. your foot in the door. And then when you get your foot in the door, go in there and be the awesome person that you are and make that company wish you know, that they're going to regret not hiring you. Yeah, because you're capable of more, and that's that's my, you know, and I talk about more resources than just job stuff, but you know, I just they're going to be on the internet, they're going to be there forever. I, I don't want one day when I'm 90 and I'm dying, hopefully, that I had a podcast that was about some crap. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that I did something. I hate that term, but with my platform, but that I did something with my <laughs> platform that actually mattered. That actually matter and that actually helps them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and 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 and, and that can sound kind of hoity-toity on my part, but that's me. That's my personal motivation. You know, to each their own. Do what you want to do. There's, I, I I laugh at plenty of podcasts, but I think also even like the humorous ones, you are adding something. Like I listen to your podcast. I listen to like you and Eric talk, and 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 in uh, 
Anthony and all those guys. And it's like, you know what? You bring like your podcast brings that com- camaraderie back to me. I yeah. get it without I get it without being in the room. Yeah. You know, and it's something that we miss, right? A lot. We miss the smack talking, right? And I can get down with the best of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the last thing I want to do is call someone a knucklehead when I'm trying to help them get a job. Like, hey, dummy, you know, hey, dummy, go apply for this job. I think it's pretty detrimental. It's it's it's, it's counterintuitive yeah. to, to what I'm trying to do, help people. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, but I think the beauty of it is that like it brings us together. You know what I mean? And and other parties too. And so the, and so that's what my podcast is going to be. You know, it's going to be a little watch smack talking in the beginning, what I think about something, and then it's going to be like, look, here's an opportunity for you if it fits your situation and yeah. i'll tell and i'll put it out on your podcast right now um you know i'm watch on ig if you have any questions about any of the resources feel more than you know shoot me a dm and i can tell you what i know you know to help you the best i can because um the, the reels are fun you know i like clicking on pictures of watches but you know i may not be able to get back to you right that minute but i'll get back to you and help you best yeah. I can with the resources yeah no i dude i think um it's one of the probably the 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 best resources out there right now that you you can you can probably find is is for for veterans is your podcast you know i think that a lot of the the stuff that 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 you talk about you know i have gone after it and 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 researched it and and it's it's a lot of good stuff man i, I got to tell you like like you said right a lot of times you know people in the military they have these resources and they go away because you don't use it, yeah, man. you know, and, and you don't know how many times I have had soldiers under me that I try to tell them every time you're getting out, you know, let's get this packet together. Let's do one of these internships that they're offering while you're getting paid by the military, Yeah, you know, still, and, uh, and find something that you like and, and, and secure a job. And a lot of people are not taking advantage of that. Yeah. You know, Bro, you hit the nail like, on the head. When yeah. you said, when you said, find a job that you like, right? Yeah. Because I don't think a lot of veterans stop and think about that when they're active yeah. duty, right? Yeah. I tell people like, look, like, like we joke around two years out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if what you want it, you need to take a hard look at what it is you want to do because you should try to go do something that you want to do because you've probably been doing something that you're not super keen on doing for the last yep. 20, 15, 10, 12 years, right? Eight years, yep. four years. And let's be honest about it. Like, I, I love the Navy. I love doing it. I'm not going to say every single day was, you know, unicorns flying out of a, you know, rain, a, rainbows flying out of a unicorn's butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if anything, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, I used to have this joke where if you roll gold downhill, a gold ball downhill, it's there's nothing's going to get to us low guys. Yeah. But if you roll the, if you roll a pile of poop downhill, it's going to be an even bigger pile of poop downhill. Yeah, Anyways, exactly. But my point is, it doesn't mean that what you want to do isn't going to be hard. But at least mm-hmm. you take a look at what it is you want to do and figure out what steps it is you have to do to get to that point to be able to do exactly. that job. And then you yeah. do that because you deserve to do something that you like to do Yep. after you leave the military. Yep. You, de- yep. you deserve that. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and it doesn't mean there's not going to be hard times and something you like to do. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like my wife's a teacher, bro. And you know she was never in the military, but she's a teacher. And it's a hard job. And, so, and sometimes she has to stop and remind herself why she wanted to be a teacher because she loves teaching the kids and taking care of the kids. Yeah. And that centers her. And so yeah. I say for military people, like, dude, like, fellow vets, like, stop, think about what it is you want to do, create a plan, and attack it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. give yourself a chance to be happy. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. You know, and um, it, it, like I said, it's, it's, I don't think it's enough people out there saying that. And and the cool thing about, about you is that, that do you mix it with something that a lot of, you know, military people are interested in, which is watches and, and the intricate things about time and, and, and stuff like that. And you, you hit them up with a little bit of a, of that watch talk and and bring them yeah. in and then here here you go man this is what you need to do <laughs> the first the first sample is always free yeah exactly so yeah yeah i mean and, and i it, it's you know it's going to morph over time like i want to move the video eventually to where i can yeah. show some of the resources i talk about i think that would be important um, i know there's a lot of people that are visual learners and seeing yeah. is a little bit easier than listening yeah and uh, then i could show cool watches and stuff but i mean you know the goal is just to help and if i help it's going to sound cliche and corny, but really, if I'm going to, if I help one person, you know, that's about, yeah, that's what, that's what matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't even need to know I helped you. I just, yeah, it's out there, you know, and I think I'm recording episode 44 coming up, you know, yeah. and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to all the guys that real quick, uh, you know, so Eric pushed me real hard from Rico's yeah. watches podcast. Um, Miguel from SoCal watch reviews, good friend of mine, yeah. pushed me real hard. Um, you know, one day he's like, you should just get a microphone and talk. Yeah, talking too much. No, <laughs> and uh, Miguel, if you guys, if you, if your if your audience doesn't know SoCal Watch Reviews, Miguel does a great job. Wonderful videographer, good storyteller. Um, you know, has his own whole language on how his channel is just great guy. And, um, review some cool stuff. And then you know, just the other relationships I've built. Um, you know, Adrian from Somewhere in Time. I mean, I can go on yeah. and on. There's, there's, you know, if I miss anybody, I apologize. But it's just been a cool ride you know, meeting you, uh, talking to the guys from AWWC. Um, and it's all, it's all, I'm just going to keep doing it because like, yeah, it's like, it's like you said, I have my own format. I have my own style. This is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. And I, I just hope it helps someone. You know? Yeah. I really hope it does. Cause I was in a, I was in a place where I needed an awful lot of help at one time. Yeah. And I know what it's like to be staring at your future and not being really. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know, bro. Yeah. You know. Well, that's uh that's, uh, tell everyone how you, how they can reach you, man, how they can find your podcast and 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 oh. content. So, my podcast is the Watch Rolling Podcast. Um you can find it on all major platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, um, another one, Anchor FM. Um I also have watchrolling.com as my website. So, you'll see watch reviews and other stuff on there and I also have a page which I need to get better at updating of the veterans resources on there. Yeah. There's a separate page for that. There's a page for reviews and stuff like that too. And then you just watch rolling on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. But I, I pretty much just use Twitter and uh, to kind of just talk about my pie, get it better. I need to get it better at that. And then on LinkedIn, <laughs> you can search my podcast. And I'm on LinkedIn. Um, okay. I just asked that one majority professional. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, and I'll post my podcast on there, but I'm not like having watch conversations. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working at 9:30. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 0930s is working time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I mean, um, I think that uh, it's it's it, we probably have a lot of the same audience, but it's, it's something that that I definitely wanted to to make sure that was out there because you know I orient my podcast to 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 military uh, personnel, and I think that everyone in the military veterans you know can benefit from the stuff that you put out there so i want to make sure that uh, was out there 
and everyone understands how to how to reach you and stuff like that. And then, you know, going back to the reels, you ever got time to uh, a little bit of a need to to fall asleep? <laughs> Friday yeah, <check>. reels, <laughs> Friday night sleep reels. I'm, I'm gonna have to make one tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no pressure now, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, it, I, I appreciate it, Alex. Really, I do. Um, you know, I've listened to your podcast a lot, and I really like it. And, uh, I'm glad that you you took the step because I think you you really have something. There's a good blend of um, the general uh, poop housery that goes on yeah. between us vets. <laughs> um, but no, you have a nuanced take on on watches and timepieces, and I think it's uh, there's one thing I always say, you know, like a lot of the watch people I talk to, I said, like, I don't think you guys really understand the military. Um, yeah. There's like this, you know, for those that can't see, I'm making the small fingers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> find uh, that much that do the jumping out of helicopters, jumping out of yeah. boats, blowing up bridges. The majority of us are, are civil servants in yeah. uniform. Yeah. You know, who, who do a lot of mundane stuff like maintenance, but then are called upon at moments to be brave and yeah. to do brave stuff. Exactly. And you could be drafting a memo at zero nine and saving your friend's life at 1800. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Um, and I think it's important to remember that because I think good and bad, you know, the quote unquote hero thing. You know, we're we're normal people, just like everyone else that get called upon to do some really weird, yeah, weird stuff sometimes. Yep, yep. And uh, and it's stuff that when you try to explain, other people can't really understand. And I think that your podcast brings a little sense of that home to where just listening I could say I could talk to these guys and they would understand. Yeah. Like when I said, if my dog comes up and nudges me with his nose, you knew, you yeah. knew, bro. Yeah. And, and I think thing. to our community that matters. <laughs> yeah. To our does. community that matters. We're people too. We're not just machines. Yep. And, yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure, man. It's just, you know, I go through the same thing, you know, that nudging yeah. of the nose. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that nose. about your podcast, man. I think it's important. I think it's important to say that, you know, you got to, you, you got that locked in. And I think that's a good thing. And don't lose that. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. No, for sure. And then, you know, before we go, you know, one thing that, that I did with JC, you know, I asked him about something that he thinks is a, an idea of him or, or something that he believes that it's a, it will be a hot take. What do you think it will be a hot take and watches from you? I will hearken back to us saying when everyone's running in one direction, we have the natural contrarian notion to turn around and go the other way or at least stop and assess the situation. I would say to all new watch enthusiasts, because that's who I kind of cater my podcast towards. Yeah. If a bunch of people are telling you something's great at the same time, for the same period of time, don't buy it. Yeah. Go handle it. Because they're, A, probably getting paid. Yeah. Or getting something. Which, hey, listen, I'm a capitalist, bro. Go America. Yeah. yeah. Um. I would be honest about that if I was doing that. I would say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then be wary of anyone who reviews something and then is selling it on their Instagram a month later. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it can't be that great. Exactly. No, I, mean, I agree. It, you know, and, and, and I get it. I'm just saying, be careful. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And, um, and uh, don't be so quick to poo-poo people who put themselves out there because doing this kind of thing is it's pretty difficult mm. getting up and, and letting your voice be heard is, is difficult. So, uh, you know, treat people with kindness and respect. Yeah. It goes a long way. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, like, um, one of the things that, that I like to do all the time is like you said, you know, I like to make fun of 
um, you know, military, you know, the military lingo, which is, you know, giving each other shit and stuff like that. But at the yeah. end of the day, I always try to make fun of myself because I'm like, you know, look, I'm not, I'm not just out here trying to make a point and, yeah. and something and say, Hey, you got to do everything like me. No, I'm, oh. I'm one of those people too. You know, I'm one yeah. of those people that like, you know, it's still learning. And, and if you're in the military, you're not self-deprecating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You have to learn how to make sense. Cause you can head off people at the past. Like you're, you, you make your own jokes about yourself that they're that the low hanging fruit, you take care yeah. of low hanging fruit before yeah. someone else could do it. Exactly. But I, I, I had one other hot take real quick. Yeah. I think that you army guys should uh, copyright the term. Hoodinky, ooh, hoodinky! You heard it here first on this podcast, Army and Time podcast. I'm giving it to Alex free. You can keep hoodinky, but Alex is going to coin hoodinky, hoodinky. Yeah, go make a green, yeah. go make a green hat with an H on it, Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna do know it. If I'm I gonna know ask if it. He's released today. <laughs> go get it. I'm gonna <laughs> go get, do it. Go get a flat bill cap. Hoodinky. Let's make sure I get a free one. Yeah, for sure, man. That's a do good, a collab a with AWWC. One. I mean, yeah. bro, listen, I got a million ideas, and yeah. none of them ever come to fruition. But if this one does, I just want a free hat. Yeah, that's. I, hey, I better look into that because that's a really good idea. Who would you welcome, America? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> but all right, man. Yeah, look. Um, um, hopefully, I can, we can you know do this again in the future. And uh, oh, easy day. Yeah, and uh, and. I wanted to make sure that, you know, everyone knew uh, what the resources are out there and stuff like that. And I appreciate you really a lot being on the podcast and and spreading love and and, and that type of information and stuff. Same here, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, talk to you guys later. Night.